The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. didn't do the jazz hands today because I was preventing my dastardly cat Christmas from uh, attacking the microphone. Oh no. Well, um yeah, I only did one hand in the air. As did I. <laughs> I did, yeah. I guess I did jazz hand. Yeah, 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 singular jazz hand. How how's it going? It's going good. It's in real time, of course. Uh-huh. It's Christmas has passed. We we Yeah, right. The holiday has occurred. Uh-huh. And uh, you know we're in uh, as uh, as our old friend question mark John Roderick aka Bean Dab would say we're in the week between. He's got a song called "The Week Between." I didn't know that. Um, About the week I, between Christmas and New Year's, it's a good I, listen. He's a scumbag in a lot of his music. So I, you know, uh, whatever. He's just kind of a shitty guy. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would say scumbag. But whatever. <laughs> we don't need to process our feelings about Bean Dad right now. It's a it's a decent song. Yeah, um, I have never listened to more of his music than like either podcasts or Jonathan Colton have uh, mm-hmm. exposed me to because I didn't enjoy that. I'm well, I a lot get. of most of it's you know whatever it yeah. sucks, but uh, I that that is an exception. I would say. speaking of what I fucking I I was um I was bored at work because I didn't have something to do for for whatever reason and um I I fucking listened to I listened to like the entirety of a Jonathan Colton EP in the harsh light of 2022 sure. and um holy shit really yeah. not good I believe that yeah um and of course I was I don't know what the guy's up to these days. I was just revisiting like the material I was familiar with, but just like bizarre attitudes towards women in a lot of those uh, those old songs. 
That's the indie rocker's curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, 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 really weird. You know, um, but I did, I did, I did replay through Portal, and uh, that's still good. Yeah, Portal is a good game. Just jumping around, just kind of uh, early 2010s, late 2000s free association right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Avatar's in the air. Have you seen it? Not yet. I'm waiting for the kind of the crowd to clear out. I do intend on seeing it now. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I did famously try to see the first one when it was back in theaters a couple months ago, and it did make me throw up. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and that was with you didn't the drama. Do 3D. Made. I did do 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I did yeah, yeah, do 3D, yeah. and I did do what some people call IMAX, which is like the fake IMAX that's bigger than a normal screen, but not as big as a real IMAX screen. Yeah. 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 So I'm hoping because 3D is essential. If I'm not seeing it in 3D, I might as well wait till fucking Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I plan to do because I just... Uh. It's fair. So I'm hoping that if I do 3D, no IMAX or IMAX at all, just a regular 3D screen with Dramamine, uh-huh. mean, I'm hoping yeah. I can pull through. Fingers crossed. Say your prayers for me. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited, but I got to wait a few weeks till, till I can see it in a more COVID-safe environment when, when the crowds have kind of cleared out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just not very into Avatar. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, here's what I'll say. I, I spend a lot of time these days ranting about how, you know, oh, we don't get original sci-fi franchises anymore. And it feels a little hypocritical for me to then not, you know, uh, that is like part the, of why I like Avatar. Is the it's, one it's... like, you know, sci-fi franchise that we've gotten uh, that d- hasn't existed for 40 years is Avatar. <laughs> but it's it's still, it feels like it's part of the machine that I'm still kind of trying to rail against. Um, see, which, I, see, to me, it feels very much against the, the Marvel machine, which I guess is just a, a cog in the larger machine itself. It is against the Marvel machine. That I will, I will give it. Mm-hmm. But like... You know, I, 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 you know what I'm excited for? Mm-hmm. Plane. Because. What are you saying? Plane. Have you seen the trailer for Plane? I've never heard of this. Okay. So I, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the other actor's name, but here is the, uh, the, the plot of the movie is uh, Gerard Butler is a pilot on a commercial airline. The feds are like, hey, last minute, we got to put a uh, dangerous fugitive or not a fugitive like he's a dangerous prisoner. He's doing 15 for like murdering somebody on your on your plane because we're we're transporting him. The plane goes down, I think somewhere in like the Philippines or something Mm -hmm. um, because of a storm. And basically like the whole crew. So far, technically the plot of Lost. (laughs) The whole crew gets kidnapped by like some bad dudes who are on that island. Okay, so not, not 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 the plot of Lost yet. And then Gerard Butler, who it turns out is also is ex-military, has to team up with the the convict to fucking mid-budget action movie their way through all the bad guys to save the crew because the because Gerard Butler is like I'm a pilot. The the the, the crew and the also the uh the the like the, the people who are on the plane, they're my responsibility. Sure. And so they just fucking shoot and stab and shit their way through a bunch of bad guys to that's what we're missing is the mid-budget action movie. Well, sure. I agree with that too. I I but I think it's I think we're missing the mid-budget action movie and also the big budget action movie has yes. gone 
sour. And I think yes. James Cameron is working on one end of that equation. James Cameron is In working on one end, end of that equation, and I salute that, but it's, it is a less important thing to me. Here's what I'll say, too. I think Ang Lee also tried to get to work on the other end of that equation with a wonderful little original uh, Gemini film Man. called Gemini Man yeah. that nobody yeah. fucking saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> if yeah. I could give Gemini Man... I mean, I am giving Gemini Man all my support in the world, but I don't. The Avatar crowds aren't there with me, so unfortunately, like I can't, I can't personally get Gemini Man off the ground. So to me, Avatar is kind of my consolation. Franchise, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with really, and it's weird that it's both. I'm sorry, we're just turning this into a fucking movies podcast. I promise, <laughs> we'll probably like cut this down or something. Eh, but, it's fine. The tangents are good. I said HFR. I really don't enjoy. I've never, oh, I just, I've see, never liked it. Gemini Man completely sold me on HFR. Gemini Man was like, "Oh, like this is what H- HFR is for. This uh-huh. is how it works. This is like this. Is, you need someone like Ang Lee with the power and the vision to make it look right. I will grant you, it can look wrong very easily. But when I saw Gemini Man in HFR, it was the most incredible visual spectacle I'd ever seen in a theater. It was. It looked so good." When you're making your Avatar 2 plans, have you heard what they do with HFR? No, and I don't want to necessarily. Um, I think for health reasons, it might be a good idea for you to know that they switch back and forth between HFR and 24 <laughs> frequently, sometimes mid-scene See, in the movie. Little, that seems I a little rough. That's why, you're gonna that's why die. I, I wish I could put my, my eggs in Ang Lee's basket. But I'm the only one putting eggs there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but between that and 3D, I think you're going to like puke yourself to death in the theater. Ang Lee, one of the most betrayed people in show business, I say. They gave uh-huh. his Brokeback Oscar to fucking crash. Yeah. They didn't, the audience didn't turn up for Gemini Man. It, it, it upsets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about snacks. Let's talk about snacks. Um, we're going to start with something with a, a green package. There's a there's a segue for you. Yeah, we got this kind of like, ooh, <laughs> I grabbed the, the, the popcorn bag and it scared Christmas. Yeah. Shall we hear a snack description? <laughs> let's do it. Cookie Pop Popcorn Iced Gingerbread is a popcorn snack produced by Snacksational Brands. Proud supporter of the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. Little bits of gingerbread and very lightly salted popcorn mingle in a holiday themed tango of tastes held together, in theory, by a sweet, sticky icing. Will this treat bring the promised holiday cheer, or is it more of a coal replacement for the naughty among us? I want to say this at the start. So yeah. we got cookie pop here. Yes. Iced gingerbread flavor. Uh-huh. And in the previous, last week when we thought we were doing cookie pop, we were actually doing candy pop. You wondered right. if we had ever done cookie pop before. Oh, and then yeah. Later the in that episode, we, we remembered the We talked the Oreos. about Oreos. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was episode nine of the House of Snacks was Jesus. cookie pop Oreo. Yeah. How, that was, how that was far the first have we 10. gone? Wow. Wow. Yeah. But we're back from from yeah. a thing we did in the first ten to a thing we're doing now in the in the high seventies. The last ten, uh, by the no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this show ain't going anywhere. No, no, this show will last forever. Yeah, we got we got cookie pop again. We're yeah. once again I supporting the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. Uh huh. And we do definitely have some some just blatant heteronormativity on the uh, on the front right here. We got. 
a gingerbread man and a gingerbread woman holding hands. I didn't even think like, I guess it's obvious that they do that, but I don't know. I've never been a big like, here's the thing. I enjoy gingerbread just like as like a thing, but like I didn't like grow up in a house where we were making like gingerbread houses or like you you just may had gingerbread cookies and you ice them a little bit and then you made a funky little drawing on it or whatever. Um, yeah. And then you, you ate them because it's not, it's not an art piece. It's just food. We, yeah, I, we, we made gingerbread houses once as yeah. in my childhood. And it was, uh, I think it kind of, a, it was just a mess and you couldn't yeah. eat it at the end. And we were, right. it was just kind of, I think there's a reason we never did it again. It seems insane. Like the entire practice <laughs> seems just unhinged. And uh, gingerbread cookies also were. We, we were my my grandma makes ginger snaps, which are which are there pretty go. good. Yeah, but uh, we ne- never big on gingerbread. I don't really like gingerbread cookies. Okay, I I don't think they're bad. I just think like, you know, you're gonna be you're you're in such a cookie overload during yeah. Christmas times. If you're, I mean, uh, I am at least. Uh, cookies are coming left, right, and center at you. Yeah. And gingerbread is just, they're the ones that are getting eaten last for me. They're the, they're kind okay. of the bottom of the, the tier. That's fair. I, I do enjoy them. Um, they were never much of a, they're never a huge mainstay, but like, you know, there's, so there's like better holiday cookies. Um, my mom makes these sausage pinwheels. Um, it's not exactly a Excuse cookie. Me? It's more of a savory thing. Yeah. I, I was about I, to say. I, yeah. But, but, um, they are delicious. Um, have I ever told you like what? it basically is like what the sausage pinwheels are no do you know I mean, about this is these the first time hearing of this. okay so so what you do is you take i think it's biscuit dough sure and you flatten it out on a pan mm-hmm. and then you take just raw sausage and flatten raw that sausage. out on a layer on top of the biscuit dough okay roll okay. the whole thing up into like a log and then you cut that into slices and oh. you bake those and they come out sausage pinwheel, you know, it's like a maybe a centimeter thick. It's kind of like uh, a, a, a pig in the blanket remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. That sounds good as hell. Yeah. That sounds yeah, really, really good. good. Really good. Um, I don't know the the exacts on the cooking time. So, you know, and you're dealing with raw pork. So don't fuck around with this at home. Maybe Google something <laughs> yeah. before yeah, you yeah, do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah but that sounds should, good as hell should we try some cookie pop let's try some cookie pop this is all to say that i'm not looking forward to this i don't yeah <laughs> this i might i might request a ban on on the the cookie slash candy pop chain on on this on on the on us supporting the ryan seacrest foundation honestly the yeah um the lack of salt is really really it's it is conceptually an incredible brand that is ruined by this salt phobia that is just permeating the whole thing. I hate to say it, but I think it's more than salt phobia. We've had like five of these things and one of them was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's fair. I'll tell you what I noticed looking in here is the gingerbread, the gingerbread bits and the popcorn don't seem to be sticking together as effectively as they have in past corns. No, I'm looking, like, a lot of the ones that I'm looking at are just, like, they just look like normal popcorn. I guess there's a little bit of gingerbread on there. Uh-huh. Um, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> I guess we should, I suppose we shall. Yeah, that's slightly sweet popcorn. Yeah, there's a little bit of a ginger edge 
Oh, yeah. There it is, I guess. With the exception of ginger ale, I pretty much only want ginger in, like, savory Asian dishes. <laughs> like, Oh, here we go. I got a big ginger chunk on this one. Let's like see if this ginger is... Ginger snaps my grandma makes are good, but they're still not near... They're kind of more towards the bottom of my cookie tears. Let me... How did that big ginger taste treat you? Yeah, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Bad popcorn. Bad popcorn. It's like sweet enough to ruin the popcorn, but not so sweet, not sweet enough to like be a sweet, tasty treat. Mm-hmm. And the mm -hmm. ginger is such a whisper that it, it almost, it's this sort of uncanny unpleasantness where you're like, you're not sure, sure right. if it's really there and it haunts you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh, did I get a little bit, bit of ginger? No. Who can say? No, you didn't. This is not good. <laughs> I will say, if, probably if you get to the bottom of this bag, I'm speaking um, as somebody who uh, housed the, uh, the um, having a bit of a rough holiday season with possible uh, exposure to infectious diseases and that, that affecting my ability to see friends and family. Um, and so, you know, a few nights ago, I, uh, may have housed, uh, I'd say about 85% of, uh, a bag of, uh, candy pop. And I tell you, you get to the bottom of that thing, it's just chocolate and peppermint all over. So I bet at the bottom of this bag, it's just a bunch of icing and gingerbread. And that seems kind of fun. Does it? I don't know that I would like it. <laughs> I don't know that I would. I think I would just differently dislike that. I I think I think it'd be better than what I'm eating at the top of the bag. I'll tell you I that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> low, low. You oh, know, yeah. Low. Damning with faint praise. That's the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This is a wooden buy. I'll eat the rest of it because, again, it's a rough time. Can't make it out to the shops. Um, everything's fucking closed. I guess not similarly. I, I guess I would say I'm having a different kind of rough time this holiday season. We don't need yep. to get into that, but I've had yeah. some housing situation issues. Uh, Patreon.com slash House of Snacks. I'm similarly in a in a shaky mental state. Yep. I, I have just been blessed with the fact that I have other better snacks to soothe myself yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, this is a would not buy, would not eat again. I don't like this. I think it's bad. I don't think you should eat this. I think... I think uh, you know if you if you're that passionate about kids in hospitals getting television training, uh, yeah. donate a fucking microphone yourself. I guess. Yeah, or maybe like like I don't know. I've got a degree in that. I, maybe I should just That's start true. Just, showing up at at hospitals cool. and just being like, "Hey, kids, you wanna you wanna learn how to make a podcast?" Um, maybe I can be like the clown that gives media training because they love a clown over there. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I I feel like I have clown energy. You've got clown energy. So I want, I think I need to start drawing a line where just because I'm going to eat the rest of the bag of a snack shouldn't qualify it for would eat again. Because yeah, my good, my big thing is like if it's if it's on if I'm somewhere and it's on offer, would I eat? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like like if I'm at a party and there's like tortilla chips and this, I'm going for tortilla chips. Yeah. And like a halfway, de like just any salsa pretty much. As long as they didn't get like the weird like mango kind of salsa kind of thing. 
Um, mango sauce is really only good if it's like fresh made. I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're never exactly. gonna have a good time with a store brought mango salsa. And I'm, I'm only, I'm only, you know, calling out mango. I'm using mango salsa as an umbrella term for like the weird salsas. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a few good weird salsas, but like that's true. Just get just like a, get a good like a tomatillo or verde. Like I don't think you know, you know, or, or you know, there are good like. Not weird salsas where you're not like trying to expand the fucking flavor palette. Um, but anyway, it's yeah. We're getting back to the point, this is a wooden pie would eat. That's the official rating. Just because I'm gonna house the rest of this, uh, because I'm fucking depressed and it's you know the holiday season and and I'm I'm spending it alone with my cat. That that shouldn't tell you anything. Um, I you know if I was at a party and this snack was all they had, mm-hmm. and I was hungry. I think even in that scenario, I'd be whispering to Casey, let's hit McDonald's on the way home. Like, I'd st- I still don't think I would go for this. I think at that point, I would start being like, who wants to Venmo me for, do- Venmo me for Domino's? Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, get a like, pizza collection hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's all start putting some money in the hat so that we can eat something the fuck else. Um, if you're craving sweets, we'll do lava cakes. Um, <laughs> but uh, you got to put in extra on the Venmo uh, to to get lava cakes. Yeah, not a good snack. Don't not get it. Snack. Don't buy it. Don't eat it. And I'm saying that to myself in the future, knowing that I will not be listening. <laughs> Let's move on to our next snack. I'm Let's sure move on this to our next snack. Much better. <laughs> Mountain Dew Fruit Quake is the 2022 holiday variation of the classic Mountain Dew soft drink. The undefined citrus elements of Dew Regular mix with unknown fruits and secret winter spices to make this rich red bev for your solstice sipping. On July 11th, MountainDew.Fandom.com user Hayden Boggs said, Definitely won't be surprised when my dumb nickname for this, Shitquake, becomes justified. Today, the House of Snacks will ask the question, did it? I always feel like it's been too long since we do a do flavor, but also like do flavors are easily the most covered topic on this show. Honestly, if if PepsiCo just went insane <laughs> and put out a new do a week, I would I would be fine being like we're the do cast now. We are we are the do and something to pair with do cast. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're do freaks over here. We're do heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing the do. Um, that being said, I am not looking forward. to I this do do-o. think that this is an insane uh, uh, place for them to take it, but I do want to, as we always do, talk about the incredible the package team at Mountain Dew is always killing it. Just one after another. This I do think is one of their weaker offerings. And it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. So with the fruit, you know, it's fruit cake. We've got these like monster truck tires that are yeah. made of fruit cake. Yeah. <laughs> um, Driven by a by a green Santa Claus, a sort of Santa Luigi, if you will. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess that would be Fred Claus, huh? Yeah, okay. So there's Santa. There's uh-huh. Fred Claus, who is Fran- Santa's Luigi. Do you yeah. think there's a Wa Santa? That's Krampus, right? 
Oh, Krampus, Krampus. Okay, okay, okay. Do you think Fred Claus has <laughs> yeah, yeah. a Krampus-like figure <laughs> that is in opposition to him? Who wouldn't necessarily be Krampus's brother, because as we know, Waluigi right, is right, not right, 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 right. Wario's brother. They're just two nice evil guys who found each other. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I would like to believe that there's a Wa Fred Claus out there somewhere. I immediately looked up Fred Claus because I was like, okay, who would you cast as Fred Claus's Waluigi-like figure? And yeah. I, I, I immediately, my mind went to Paul Giamatti, but Paul Giamatti is is who plays Santa, Santa in that Santa film, right? Yeah, in <laughs> that film. So I think, <laughs> I think we go, we do a little stunt casting here since Vince Vaughn is Fred Claus, as we all know. For the, for anyone who didn't know the oh my god, making. if it, I'm, I feel like I want to write down my guest on guest on a piece of paper for what you're about to say. Okay, you go. I I will I will I'll, if you say that you guessed what I am about to say, that I will just believe you. Okay. I trust you like that. Okay. I think John Favreau should be the Waluigi. Oh, okay. So we are on the same wavelength. Uh-huh. I was going to go Ben Stiller. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben Stiller is very good as well. <laughs> ben Stiller might be better, honestly. Like John Favreau to me is the stunt casting because of like swingers and their their previous partnerships and whatnot. But I think I think Ben Stiller would be better for the role. Ben Stiller, I mean, Ben Stiller these days isn't like I think, but if we go back to Fred Claus days. Like, cause that's when he, that's, that's around the same time as Dodgeball, which Dodgeball, we can all agree, maybe is not a movie that ages particularly well, but does have, I think a good Ben Stiller performance in only that it feels like we just got another movie of his absolutely iconic heavyweights character. Correct. Ben, as I mean, <laughs> Ben Stiller is so much better when he's playing a villain. I, yeah. I wish I wish him and Tom Hanks would figure that out and just do it full time. <laughs> because but yeah. I don't like them as likable people, but as villains, I love them. Oh my god! Oh my god! And and the 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 fitness nut Ben Stiller character that that flows between heavyweights and dodgeball mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. transcendently good. Yeah. Oh my god. If you haven't watched Heavyweights recently, go back and watch it because it's so fun. And I have watched it as an adult and I do believe it holds up. <laughs> it absolutely. I've watched it multiple times as an adult. Um I I have still I still have had Ludacris was in Fred Claus. Okay, sorry. I just <laughs> Yeah. Crazy we weird to, cast in Fred Claus. I need to close this <laughs> this uh this tab. Um Okay, <laughs> should we drink should we drink some Mountain Dew? Yeah, enough stalling. We got to drink this too. Now, this dew, I would say, is like, it's almost the color of red wine, which is like weirdly disheartening to see in a plastic bottle that says Mountain Dew. But <laughs> is also like weirdly like, okay, maybe this is the blood of Christ. Um, I do also <laughs> want to call out, uh, uh, my girlfriend got this for me. I haven't been able to find it in uh, stores and she found it in like a gas station when she was driving uh, back from Kansas at some oh, point. Wow. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I, I had to go to the Ralph's by my parents' house, which is like a weirdly reliable place for finding the weird sodas because I couldn't find it anywhere else. And that's where I finally found it. This smell is buck wild. Let me crack mine open and take a whiff. Yeah, that is a buck wild smell. Now, here's the <laughs> other the other, you know, elf yeah. in the room. I liked the weird gingerbread Mountain Dew. You did. You did. <laughs> so God only knows what I what my reaction to this one will be. I'm weirdly optimistic. 
I'm not. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's take a sip. Oh. Yeah. That's good. It's it's good. It's weird, but it's good. That is good. It you know what it is? I shouldn't have I should have made this connection. It's like it you know how we talked last week about how the like the spice winter bear, cranberry was yes. like cranberry plus like winter spices. This is like red fruit punch flavor plus winter spices. Totally. That's absolutely what it is. That's absolutely not what it is. And it's not bad at all. It does have that that like seasonal flavored Mountain Dew problem where it's a little too syrupy and that kind of yes. is unpleasant. Yeah. But that's what makes it a great mixer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And taste-wise, I'm actually really, really feeling this kind of fruit punch. Plus, uh-huh. But like, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, I'm glad it's seasonal. It's not something I'd want to drink year-round. It is a winter drink, for sure. I would like, without the spice, just like a regular fruit punch do. And I like the... yeah. Mountain Dew Shark Bite, which is a, a favorite of mine, is kind of like the blue Gatorade Mountain Dew. I would, right, I would like right, to see right. the red Gatorade Mountain Dew, which is like not quite Code Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Code Red is cherry. It's yeah, firmly cherry. cherry for sure. It's not you don't you you're not you're not playing around with a bunch of other things. This, yeah, um, I'm gonna call it a wouldn't buy wood drink. Here. Honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh huh. I'm gonna call it a wood buy wood drink because like like it's seasonal and it's right that it's seasonal. Yeah. But like if I see this next year, I'm like, you know what? That might be a fun little Christmas night. Mix this with a little little vodka, as a a Nick Kroll character might say. It does seem like Mountain Dew is settling into like they get two seasonals, um, and one of them is the one of them's the voodoo, and then one of them is the holiday Christmas. seasonal, yeah. and they're just changing it up every year. Yeah. But this would definitely be the better one to keep around other uh, over that fucking gingerbread shit. I, I like that one. Um, I, I do like did. this one better, though. This one is better, I will say. Yeah, I will yeah. agree with that. I can't I can't believe how much I like. Something that has never happened to me while drinking a Dew or any uh-huh. soda, really, is that as I brought the bottle to my lips before uh-huh. I took a sip, uh-huh. I like felt the coldness and the smell of the drink go into my mouth. And I was afraid. I was full of fear because I hadn't tasted it yet. And I was just like, <laughs> I had never had that like moment of dread directly before it hits my lips before. Uh-huh. But, and and yet, I liked it a lot. I thought this was really good. Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. It's a buy, as our old friend Leonard would say. All right. Uh, wait, who, Leonard? From, oh. it's, a, it's always from Community. Oh, okay, okay. I, you know, for some reason... I thought maybe it was Malton. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Leonard Malton as well. Uh, weirdly, a, a treasured Christmas memory of me is going over to my grandparents' house and reading the Leonard Malton movie guide while all the adults talked. That was like every Christmas for me from like age five till age 13. Wow. Um. Uh, that, if that doesn't tell you, <laughs> I think people will say that is on brand for me. <laughs> on brand. Um pretty depressing but uh that's depressing that's nice (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm just i mean you said it was like eight years in a row of just (laughs) you 
every Christmas reading a movie guide. Yeah, but that's be- but because I was so excited, like I would look forward to it. I'd be like, hell uh-huh. yeah! I know, I know, Papa's got that Leonard Malton movie guide in the study, and IMDb uh-huh. didn't exist at that time. So yeah, I, it was, okay. It was it's where I learned about old movies. You know? Okay. Well. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very it was something i got genuinely excited and very happy for it was not okay. a sad memory at all okay all right all right all right um answers on a postcard if that's a good hey, memory you know what, if i can't do super mario bros references <laughs> now, can, yeah. well all right um we don't have a way to end this episode, do yeah, we? Yeah, just ski just in the snack dimension. I wish them luck. I hope I hope they're doing yeah, well. I hope they've gone you home. Know, we're wishing we're wishing you well, buddy, if you're hearing this. Um But uh how are we gonna close the show uh this week? Do we oh. like Did you hear oh, that? No, was there a knock at the at the door? Yeah, I think someone's knocking at the door. You know what? Hey, it's the holiday season. I'm gonna get up and answer the door this time. So, um, I walk, 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 <laughs> creak. Oh, hello. Oh, hey, Skeege. Uh, didn't go well, did it? Well, I don't know how to tell this, how to say this to you, Lilith. Uh-huh. Hi, Diet Coke. Hi. Um, I'm not actually Skeege. Skeege. Developed pixie dust lung immediately upon entering the snack dimension. Oh, shit. At which point they birthed an egg and uh-huh. I was born. I'm Snack that Keeper the third. Okay. Yeah, the, the gestation period in the snack dimension is a lot quicker uh, uh-huh. than it is in, in, in your world. Oh, wait. So if you were born in the snack dimension. Really kind of thought there'd be a bigger reaction to Skeege dying. I know I'm not I'm Yeah, not them, no, no, but, uh, no, no. That's, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just told that Skeege died. Yeah. I, I have Skeege's memories. I, right. I, I know that they considered you a friend. It's kind of a little insulting that you just kind of breezed right past that. No, no, no. Okay, it's, I it's guess a that's how we're it's starting our relationship off. Okay, all right. Yeah, adversarial from the jump. Good, yep, good. that's, uh, you know, it's it worked for the snack keeper. It worked for Skeege. I guess I will be kind of uh, adversarial too. Fuck you, well, you like okay. that. Hey, you know what I was going to say is that if you were born in the stack dimension, that means that you have the resistance to pixie dust lung, I which do. I was excited I about for you. That, okay? Thank you for that. Um, it is Did? it is exciting for me. I can go back and forth uh-huh. from the snack dimension in this world. That is a, an ability that I possess. Good. Um, and I will honor Skeege's, uh, I guess Skeege, I don't know if Skeege told you this, uh, or if it was just sort of something you assumed because they lived here, but, uh-huh. um, I will honor Skeege's promise not to, uh, take over Diet Coke's body like our, I guess, grandparent at this point did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's who I am. I'm okay. here now. I will probably take up residence in Skeege's old room. I think it's only right that I uh, that, that I fair. keep doing the show closing. Yeah, I would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, kind of an honoring of tradition um, for our dearly departed Skeege. I really, I, I, I at this point, I don't believe you. That's, oh, jeez. Okay. Um, I'm. I don't. I, would you believe you? I guess not. You're right. Exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't. It's the holidays and everything. Ugh. I'm going to end the show. Okay. Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies.
The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later! <laughs> For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X. Thank you.